Welcome to A Word in Season with Doug Stringer and Friends. We share good news and godly wisdom to empower you to be salt and light in every season of life. God has been given wake-up calls to us all. We've experienced challenges around the world, global uncertainties and shifting, an increase in natural disasters, and wars and rumors of wars. Yet in the midst of it all, God is raising up a multi-generational army to honor Him honor one another, and release this emerging generation into its destiny. Listen as Doug shares his heart regarding the wake-up call that many of us have been pushing our snooze buttons on. It's time to respond to the call. The clarion call from God for this generation is to rise up and fulfill the word spoken over it in Scripture. After the episode, consider leaving a review and follow us on your favorite streaming service. If you've gleaned anything from this podcast, consider paying it forward with a gift at somebodycares.org. Now let's join our host, Doug Stringer. Recently, I took my family and we went to see the movie, The Jesus Revolution. It brought back so many memories of my own personal life, my own experiences, as well as the early years of my ministry journey and involvement. During the culmination of the Jesus movement, I was in my mid-20s. But I felt like I received the major aftershocks, the tremors of a major earthquake, a major movement, because those tremors continued on for many, many years in which I had the pleasure of being a part of. In fact, I was personally blessed by relationships that developed of the people who were, were a part of the Jesus movement that had a large impact in my own personal walk and life and ministry. While I was watching the movie, I found myself shedding quite a few tears reminiscing and thinking about all those years and those that laid foundations for me to be able to bear fruit in my own life. I think about the ministries like Youth with a Mission and Last Days Ministries and Keith Green and Melody Green. I think about Agape Force and I think about Youthquake with Dr. Buddy Hicks and, and Carolyn Hicks and their family. All across the country, there were people that I got to meet in the aftermath of the Jesus movement that had laid foundations for me to build on. Although I came into the major tremors in the aftermath of the Jesus Revolution, the Jesus Movement, I felt like I was a part of it because I gleaned so much from them. In fact, so much of the ministry foundations of which I was a part of had such similarities to the movie when I was watching it that I was thinking, that is exactly the DNA and exactly the kind of things that we were going through and the generation I was trying to reach, the unlovelies, the ones that others had given up on. In fact, I had a pastor friend of mine tell me that when all these drug addicts and people were coming to the church, just like in the movie Jesus Revolution, his elders were telling him that they can't do that anymore. It's messing up the church. And yet, if we're going to reach a culture and reach a generation with the gospel of Jesus Christ or another outpouring of revival, then we have to be able to walk as God would have us to walk, be sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit and realize that the camel, so to speak, the prophetic generation coming out of the desert, coming out of that place of the wilderness, may not look like us, smell like us, act like us, but they're God called. God is calling them out of the wilderness, out of the desert, to be part of the prophetic generation, leading the way for the outpouring and the coming of the Lord. I'm longing for those days again. I'm longing to to not just hear about the stories. And although I've been a part of revivals, I've been a part of great movements, but yeah, I want to see a culmination of a new generation of an outpouring. It's a time for a fresh anointing for God to do something in a renewed way. So yes, when I watched the Jesus Revolution movie, it brought back a lot of memories, thinking of Winky Prattney and so many others. 
In fact, it reminded me of Chuck Girard because he was depicted in the Jesus Revolution movie and one of the founders of contemporary Christian music with Love Song and who we've stayed in contact over the years and we've ministered together. When I think about Bubba Chambers and the Hope of Glory, the Blessed Hope and other founders of so much of the contemporary Christian music we appreciate today was paved by so many of those pioneers that paid the price, were just in love with God. I remember Keith Green used to say, just being bananas for Jesus. There was a whole generation of people that were just on fire for the Lord, walked in true faith because it wasn't about all the accolades and about all the gloss. It was about simple love and simple gospel and the simple calling of God to go forth at all costs to share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that carried over to the calling of my life in 1981. And what God was doing in throughout the years in our ministry was so reminiscent of, of the Jesus movement. And, and I believe I was a beneficiary of all those friends and those who paved the way. Another great resource to really understand the dynamic of the Jesus movement in the midst of the Vietnam War, in the midst of Haight-Ashbury, in the midst of that kind of culture, and what God was doing supernaturally reminds me what God can do in the midst of where we are today. In fact, another great resource is by a friend, Chuck Gerard. He was the one they depicted in the movie of the band called Love Song. Another guy who was a hippie that got radically touched by God. In fact, the book that he wrote is called Rock and Roll Preacher. You got to get a copy of that. It's amazing. I couldn't put it down when I began to read through it. And he just wrote it a couple years ago. Anyway, I'm really reinvigorated. I'm excited because my generation has been longing to see again another outpouring. Like I alluded to earlier, I've been personally blessed in the last four decades to be a part of revivals, to see movements of God, to see God supernaturally pour himself out upon a people. So I've been able to see those things, but I'm still longing for the culmination of an outpouring of God, a prophetic generation, a multi-generational move of God. In fact, with all the things that are going on around us today, I sense God is doing something. Something is percolating as things are popping up on campuses all around the country. We're seeing pockets of testimonials of God moving supernaturally. This is the context of the moment in a world of divisions, in a world of fear, in a world of anxieties, in a world of increased drug addictions and conflicts. It's the ripe moment for God to invade the earth and to move in ways that only He can move. We are ripe for a move of God. But I believe there's a wake-up call for us. I remember the late Fuchsia Pickett delivered a great message years ago about the great move of the Holy Spirit in the early 1900s, which brought about a great restoration of the Spirit's work in churches everywhere. And then she talked about the late 1960s and early 1970s, and it was the Jesus movement that emerged. And she said, because the Trinity includes three persons, she said, the next great move throughout the land would focus on the Father heart of God, beginning with the hearts of the fathers turning to the children and the hearts of the children turning to their fathers. And we see that in Malachi chapter 4, verse 6. I would say significantly that the first call rally with Lou Engel focused on that exact theme, beginning the revolutionary release of the Father Heart of God, not only within the church, but through the whole community. More than 425,000 people, and I was there, attended the rally in Washington, D.C., on the Mall, and it was September 2000. 
How participating in various revival and generational movements over the past in my own life, I've realized that there has been a groundswell of youth from this wandering generation calling out, we want to connect to something bigger than ourselves, something greater than ourselves. They're not satisfied with the status quo. They're crying out to God. We want the blessing of the Father. We want the covering of our parents and our spiritual parents. We want to be released into our uniqueness. And that's the cry of this generation. In fact, I wrote a few books starting in 1995 called The Fatherless Generation. Then it came out called The Hope for the Fatherless Generation. And then 2007, Who's Your Daddy Now? And then I updated all of those. And in 2017, I republished a book called In Search of a Father's Blessing, an expanded version. In Search of a Father's Blessing, the cry of a generation. I believe it more than ever before that we're walking into this prophetic moment where God is bringing a multi-generational outpouring of his presence, but we from the former generation must have a wake-up call in us. We've experienced challenges around the world, global uncertainties and shiftings and increase in natural disasters and wars and rumors of wars. Yet in the midst of it all, God is raising up a multi-generational army to honor him, honor one another, and release this emerging generation into its destiny. It's been a wake-up call, and many of us have been pushing our snooze buttons, but now it's time to respond to the call. The clarion call from God for this generation is to rise up and fulfill the words spoken over us in Scripture. God is raising up a multi-generational army to honor Him and honor one another. I believe this is that moment. Could it be that we will see the culmination of all the words ever spoken by the prophets of old and revivalists of the past? coming into this moment is it this is the generation that is starting to fulfill a culmination corporate destiny to prepare the way for the outpouring of the holy spirit in a renewed way and for the coming of the lord statistics paint a grim picture of the future leaving little room for hope but nonetheless god is still in charge and many from this emerging generation have already come forth despite the barrage of attacks coming against them And when they do choose to stand for God, they're full of zeal and a passionate desire to do great things for the Lord. God wants to transform this generation into a generation excellent, a generation of expectancy for the coming revival. He wants to use generation X, Y, Z, whatever you want to call it, to lead his people into the promised land of revival and preparation for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit for the coming of the Lord. They're not just like Joshua's and John the Baptist, Elisha's and Elijah's of today. They are a culmination of all of them, a multi-generational prophetic generation that God God has brought together for a time such as this. Past generations are crucial to this plan because God is calling men and women to parent, guide, bless, and release the youth to do mighty exploits for Him. If the bride does not do her part in obeying Christ's mandate to come alongside and empower the next generation, the devil will continue to destroy the very ones God wants to raise up. He will continue his onslaught of God's people through abortions, gangs, murder, drugs, suicide, and on and on. Past generations are crucial to this plan because God is still calling men and women to parent and to guide and direct this generation. Satan is trying to rob this generation's identities their destinies, but they're not lost yet. They need direction and strength and guidance to find their way out of the wilderness. And we who have gone before them are the ones who can show them the way. If we'll come alongside to empower them, strengthen them, encourage them, equip them, 
so that they will have strength to deliver. I remember a scripture in Isaiah 37 where King Hezekiah says, this is a day of trouble, distress, and contempt. Oh, we live in those days for sure today. What he was saying is this, is that in this day of contempt and trouble and distress, that the children were ready to come forth. They were ready to be born, and I would say born into their destiny, let loose into their destiny, but there was no strength to bring them forth. Oh, today we need to give strength to bring forth this next generation to go into its destiny, come out of the wilderness, come out of the place of wandering into a place of their destiny, the place of belonging, the place of rootedness in the Lord and a place of growing in God so they can go forth with the gospel of Jesus Christ to the nations of the world. The question is, will we be like Rachel who wept over the bloodshed and loss of a whole generation? Or... Will we be like Elizabeth who rejoiced over the release of her generation's forerunner? The responsibility is up to us. May God's purposes prevail. I believe the current younger generation, the Gen Edgers, are ready with great passion, zeal, and vision. As they become sanctified and released into their destinies, they need the covering wisdom and strength of the previous generations. They don't need wisdom that quenches their zeal and passion. They need true wisdom, which empowers, strengthens, encourages, and releases them into their personal callings and destinies. Then we will see the dreams of the older generation accomplished through the vision and passion and zeal of the younger generation. Let's be a part of this call. Let's help bridge the gap. Let's stand just like in the days of the Jesus Revolution, the Jesus Movement, as a people who are saying, yes, God, to this new movement of young people that would come into the place of their belonging, their destiny, and we will be there to help them, empower them, direct them into God's word, character, nature, and spirit, and we will see what God will do. Although I was just a byproduct of the tail end of the hippie movement, I experienced the outcomes, the walkouts from school, growing my hair to the middle of my back, LSD, marijuana, then into other drugs like cocaine and other hallucinogens. And yet in that whole process, we were searching for something to believe in. I was searching and thank God my Heavenly Father found me. Each generation is looking to live on a cutting edge. We are all trying to fill that longing of our hearts and souls And in Christ, the yearnings of every generation can be fulfilled. Living on the edge of eternity for Christ is the greatest extreme sport, the greatest experience we could ever have. Age is irrelevant to God. He doesn't want the generations to be separated from one another. It's time for restoration and the realization that we need each other more than ever. As we cross our racial, denominational, and generational lines, we become part of something bigger or greater than ourselves. So we must cross those generational lines together. We must come together recognizing God has a great purpose for this multi-generational prophetic generation. Let us link together to fulfill God's purposes for the generations. God is calling us to realize a destiny none of us can accomplish on our own or alone. With the dreams and the wisdom of the older generation and the vision, passion, and zeal of the younger generation, we all can live on the edge for Christ. We together can be part of the Gen Edge miracle. We hope you enjoyed this episode of A Word in Season with Doug Stringer and Friends and ask you to prayerfully consider supporting the ministry at somebodycares.org or by texting your donation amount to 805-422-7348. Please join us again for A Word in Season with Doug Stringer and Friends.